0: Hey y'all, it's 5 o'clock somewhere and you're tuned in with your girl Vanessa. And
1: your boy London.
0: You already know how we start our show off. So what you drinking?
1: Today I'm drinking an Amarito sour, baby. Sour I go, and what about you?
0: I'm drinking a Hennessy and pineapple. Mmm,
1: she's going brown this week.
0: Yes. I forgot who told me about Hennessy and Pineapple, but it's so good. If you haven't tried it, go ahead and go to your local bar. Uh
1: it's not a little tropical mix with a little bit of hood.
0: Yes, you mm. already know. The
1: henny hen hen.
0: <laughs> henny make you sin.
1: And Jen do too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so um, today's episode, we're going to be talking
1: about what? b baby. Oh,
0: it's Bechella. It's
1: B, and I hear people say bae. Oh. <laughs> it's like B. 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 I'm really
0: Because exactly I'm part of the
1: hive. It. It's B. Because
0: if you said it, I was going to say bae. Don't say bae. Bae-chella. It's okay.
1: bae. It's not correct.
0: Okay, so... So, how did you feel about her performance?
1: So, first of all, let me wind down and say, when the actual performance aired, we were in California. Yes. So, when I tell y'all it was an epidemic, it was a movie. So, number one, the club line to get in, people watching the performance. Not only that, we get in the Uber, it's lit. So, number one, you know I'm a Hive member. I'm a fan of the Beehive. I go to the concerts. I got the shirt. Look on my Instagram. I'm there. Mm. She yawned, but she knows (laughs) B is the truth. So, number one. That performance, to me, was so symbolic of a lot of things, first starting out with just her energy, the ability for her to bring African-American culture to front and center and celebrate historically Black universities, for her to celebrate the South. She brought me so many places. She brought me to a probate, your Mama Pool Party, she brought me to the South, she brought me home.
0: Yes, I definitely think the performance was amazing, top-notch, and I get why people call it... B. b Beachella, uh-huh. Okay, I, I cannot because I've been calling it Because the whole time. And
1: I told you about that. Because you know
0: what, I'm not a. I'm gonna be honest, John. Before I even get into the conversation, I'm not a big beehive or whatever you say. I'm man. about to sting
1: you inside your eye. I'm
0: really not. <laughs> like I, I, I commend her for her good work and because you can't amazing, deny greatness. She's an amazing artist. I feel like top-notch performances, but y'all be too hard. I, These beehive members, they be like.
1: Let me tell you something. Let me correct everybody because that's what people how does, say. What is
0: a beat? What does a beat make? I'm going to say like sound?
1: this. Buzz. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because that's
0: how they sounded. Y'all let be doing t- the most.
1: Okay, first and foremost, let me tell y'all about the Beehive because I'm a member. Article 2, get that swooped. <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is how it goes.
0: People stand so hard
1: for Beyonce because you have to recognize this woman, and we're going to talk about Bechella in a minute, but we're going to talk about Beyonce first. You have to understand, if you are to look at growth... If you are an artist, I consider myself to be an artist. If you look at somebody, and I'm sensitive about my shh, Erica Badu. When you look at growth as far as vocal ability, dancing ability, ability to give you a two-hour show and never miss a beat, you're looking at the perfection that is Beyonce. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying as far as being detail-oriented, to know the performance, hit the notes, she top-notch. So, all the things that she stands for as far as, like, a quality, and she stands for... Women empowerment and African American awareness There's so many great things that she stands for—and you don't hear her going out to a club, getting drunk, shaving a head ball, having a peekaboo showing everywhere. You ain't never heard of her to be that girl. So wait, I wait, feel wait, like, wait, 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 uh-huh. wait! you shade at? <laughs> I'm just saying a peekaboo ain't peeking at nobody.
0: <laughs> mm, you might not seen it—that's a top nut security. huh but
1: I'm gonna tell you, like since the elevator video came out, but guess what the millions came in next? And it's hard to keep the door closed when it's a billion dollars in the elevator. Mm. Now. <laughs> I must we I'm from Texas, because mm-hmm. Vanessa ain't from Texas, number one. So don't let her lie to y'all.
0: I'm bro- I was and born and raised from, in Texas and I, I threw up that H Oh, I wasn't born. Let me I stopped lying. She I was born that. in Barbados, raised in Texas, Houston at that. So
1: Well, Beyonce's a Houston girl, number one. Galveston in Houston, okay? You know the song? And it's empowering to see her do all that she's done and it's empowering to see her grow and her to continue to celebrate the culture because not only did she do that performance but i don't know if y'all know but after the performance she dropped four scholarships and that's just this year geared towards historically black universities
0: yes and y'all see how serious he gave me i'm not even serious bro i'm just no y'all see how okay and i get those facts and that's what the B have. I forget. I mean, it's Well, Beehive, you said right? babe
1: when the conversation first starts.
0: Is it, is it Beehive? It's Beehive. Okay. Uh-huh. So, I just want to... Y'all be getting so serious, and we know that. We know everything that Beyonce do, okay? Y'all have to get so serious for y'all But I'm not. I'm tapping his arm right now, she y'all, really I I'm, I'm about to tap
1: up through this window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want you to know. It's okay. We know. We know what Beyonce brings for y'all. But y'all don't got to attack everybody else.
1: Okay, but when people say... It's not about attacking, but the fact of the matter is, she's saying her own lane.
0: But y'all not in her lane. Y'all need to stay in y'all lane. But let me Here ask you this. Here you go.
1: <laughs> it's not even about that. It's just the fact. It's just like Michael Jackson. It's just like Prince. It's just like Whitney Houston. You cannot deny greatness. And the fact of the matter is because somebody is great at something, society tends to build you up and then once you get there, tag you down. But I think it's a nod to how far we've come when you see Beyonce at the top of her game and saying, you know, it's a quote from an article saying that I was reading somewhere about her mom talking about the Coachella performance being so controversial because she didn't get or she didn't think that uh, the audience members because those tickets are high y'all would understand the performance. Mm -hmm. Her as African American woman she didn't think they were gonna understand it. But Beyonce said I have a platform, I have a voice, and I have to use my voice to advocate for something and present mm-hmm. to these people our history. Mm-hmm. And to see a probate going on on stage and see somebody so energetic and to see so, many, so much of our culture emerged into it, mm-hmm. there's no other artist that has done that.
0: And not even our culture alone. It was just, like, multiple cultures and, like, the vibe itself. Like, you saw people interacting with her and... um you just saw so much energy that she brought to not just the stage but the crowd itself, and that's what I really like with her. With with her, with her when her when she's performing, I really like the way that she brings the energy not just on the stage but on the crowd too. So I could I give her that too. I mean I commend Beyonce and everything that she does.
1: And you went to a Beyonce concert. We went to what tour? We went to the Formation tour together.
0: Yes, that that I bought those tickets the day of at work? I got them cheat cheap. Like let me tell y'all, I'll be finding these deals come on I found them cheap cheap baby and my my seats was amazing but that performance was I had so much fun like the way that she just performed and I just loved it I loved everything about
1: it. And that's why I thought the Coachella performance is such an epic because number one, she hadn't performed since she had the Mm twins, And you know, the question is always, how's she gonna top herself? Every time she does something, it's how does she top herself? Mm -hmm. And that's what's so important about being an artist and not only that, because people only see what we see on the stage, but the amount of rehearsals, Mm -hmm. the amount of agility, the amount of work that goes in, not just for her, but for her whole team. The whole team has to sign those non-disclosure statements. So
0: what's up with these non- disclosures? I can't see the people, they go in a non disclosure parties and whatnot
1: like what is this so a non-disclosure, I don't a non-disclosure i'm gonna have to like, get one for you because i'm gonna one for you lies.
0: truth don't <laughs> be petty on this podcast because i'll put your start, don't start
1: waiting for to do that because she good for that so the non-disclosure statement y'all know what it is but yeah. basically it's saying whatever happens with it you keep private don't discuss it outside of this because you have to realize when you discuss stuff out, you know, it's not good.
0: Okay, so now I kind of get it because I know what a non-disclosure is, but like people be really bringing those to events in Hollywood, like. Yeah. Cause I'm like, why are you never like? I know people be out in Hollywood, but like, why ain't nothing on Snap? Right. So like I Privacy. hear I hear a lot of a lot of places and a lot of parties that you go to when you're uh, around um, like celebrities, like you can't even bring your purse or phone in. Right. So, like, I didn't even know that until people started talking about more, like, the nondisclosure disclosure parties and stuff like that. I was like, that's crazy. You can't even bring your purse or phone in. Like, yes. and even for who's having the, this is off the topic, but um, Barbara Bush is having her funeral. My cousin
1: worked the funeral. Barack and Michelle were in attendance. Yes.
0: So... They had to sign a non-disclosure, and they can't bring no purse yeah. or no phone in the in the funeral. Because
1: I don't have privacy. That's what yeah. people don't realize. When you get famous, you give up your right to privacy. So those statements are put into place to preserve yeah. their privacy. So
0: I didn't I didn't really understand how important that was, especially like when you're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So I didn't even like. I mean, I thought that was just like something that you did like in court or something. Right. But people do that when they're celebrities so that they can have privacy, and so people don't put information out there that they because no. you want to control it yeah
1: yeah i would do that i'm
0: gonna do that. I'm
1: thinking about doing it now do it
0: if you want to mm. baby we can try it if you want
1: but back to beachella yeah okay because we're gonna give her a whole moment and i'm
0: gonna keep saying beachella because i just feel like that's you sound ignorant
1: if is- somebody gonna listen to this podcast and want to beat you upside your head no that's
0: not ignorant that's just like
1: it's disrespectful
0: wow because now I'm, I'm being disrespectful bay- because i'm sorry
1: but it's not bad. that's what i'm telling you i'm correcting so you then why
0: would we call it coachella because that's where it is
1: <laughs> Look at them records, baby, and it's gonna see what it is because
0: that's what it is. If anybody want to be ignorant you calling it Bay Be chilla.
1: Well since you don't know it's Bay or B, I think you're a little ignorant, but anyways Let's get, get back sad. on topic. Yes. We ain't gonna do this today. You don't have too many drinks So your henny hen heen.
0: No, you, what you have in the amaretto sour? Mm. You having a little more Amaretto than sour and you need to make sure it's easy.
1: I got you here for the sour baby. I don't need nothing else <laughs>
0: oh okay we're not gonna come to the we're TV not we're here. sorry
1: guys but we just missed each other it's, yes. been a, it's been a long week but anyway all that to say is an epic performance if you have not checked it out definitely check into it and see how she it was also cool the live element of the band mm-hmm. i thought that was amazing i was just it may just want to get the car like we was jamming in the uber there the uber guy yes. was late.
0: so the uber had us we were wanting to watch it so bad and he actually had it on his phone so we were watching it while we were in the uber we were like probably a little bit too term. Mm-hmm. but yeah so i mean it was definitely like cool to see like people like really just pulling over and like in their car watching this and in the line to the club watching her performance it was just super amazing
1: and i will say this too i'm gonna go back to this little point I don't think, and if somebody knows an artist, you could tell me personally, it hasn't been an artist her caliber to carry as many things and do it as gracefully without it being overexposed, taking it too extreme. Mm -hmm. She lets the music and she lets the hard work speak for itself. So you're gonna see a two hour Beyonce performance, but there's weeks of preparation, there's weeks of dedication, the whole concept of her coming up with a college mm-hmm. is so amazing it's so brilliant and so well put together and Balmain did all the outfits really? yeah so yeah. he flew out there and he actually helped her with all the outfits and everything but I will say it's definitely my favorite Beyonce performance off top
0: yeah it
1: has so much charismatic taste to it mm-hmm. that it can't be beat I don't think there'll ever be a Coachella artist to top that I don't
0: I mean we got years to come if God allows it so we're just gonna have to see
1: y'all yeah but everybody mm-hmm. ain't be.
0: Mm-hmm. So I have a question for y'all. London don't know what question I'm about to ask, but I'm about to be real petty because you know how you get about Beyonce. So if you're listening to our podcast and when we post this on Monday, please let me know if you think Beyonce ever had any type of surgery.
1: I'm dead. Please.
0: (laughs) So I really feel like, come on now. She ain't had nothing.
1: No. London. I don't think so.
0: Please, if y'all listening to this, and y'all hear this question? Because I hope y'all listen it all the fright. way. If anything, Black yeah. don't crack, but sometimes you can make a little bit of adjustments after you have I mean, who would wouldn't you? Yes, I definitely would. And don't mm. be petty towards me, baby, because mm. I feel like Beyonce in that uh performance the Coachella, she was a little snatch. Now she well, always she definitely
1: be okay.
0: Can you let me talk? See how you oh, get? Oh God, I can't.
1: Go ahead. See how Go you five members get? Ahead, Y'all need to Go calm ahead. down. Calm down.
0: anyways come on, babe. Dang, take a chill pill. Anyways, yeah, so when we post this on Monday, please let me know if you feel like Beyonce had any type of surgery. Now, I'm not knocking anybody that has surgery, but he get really, like, defensive when I talk about this. But y'all don't think she had, like, a little something plump to her booty?
1: She's always had a...
0: She's okay, London. We know she's already body. had a bootylicious body. Looking
1: up in the dictionary. We know. So, let's You getting too serious. I'm not getting I'm I'm asking facts, him. baby facts. I'm
0: asking the, the people listening. You don't have to get anyway, serious. Anyway, let's move on.
1: Speaking of booties, let's talk about Michelle and that booty pop. She did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all saw that? Now, first of all, I was waiting for Michelle to like mess up and get off the of steps. She did a little good with the steps. I feel like they kind of like, you yeah, know, come on, y'all Michelle. Y'all said, hold
1: them out of the workplace. Yes.
0: She was like, come on, Michelle. But that booty pop, she
1: could. What's that lady's name from Balls Burgers?
0: I don't know. She'd be
1: doing a little twerking dance on the means.
0: <laughs> I feel like she could add a little bit of pop, because where's she from?
1: I don't even know. But Michelle's a gospel artist.
0: Okay, but she was somewhere before. I'm just
1: going to. She wasn't
0: doing gospel all her life. Well, she that they got, actually, they. Hmm. <laughs> she was doing a little something moving.
1: They got her from gospel, and then when she came to this as a child, she did uh, secular music. So. Oh,
0: okay she was on a little something that to you video.
1: Mm, you like that too. Let me find out you got your little black dress in home. She An- do.
0: Anyways, no. But yeah, so drop in the comments when we post this on Monday if you feel like Beyonce had anything done to her because I want to be on the same boat with somebody because I feel like she had a little something. And right Even now she's floating
1: like, by herself on the boat.
0: I ain't floating by myself. Come on. I can't tell you. You know where us Navy members get us. Hmm,
1: baby, <laughs> <laughs> clearly seven albums and only one number one.
0: Anyways, we not gonna get all that. We this, ain't. Is, this is Coachella. Check the numbers. Okay, you get a little bit too defensive right now. No, we understand just you love like Beyonce. No,
1: it's not. Either. I love Rihanna too.
0: Okay, but so. you're talking about
1: the Navy baby to have. Hmm, you better check. <laughs>
0: Okay, so yeah, just drop in the comments if you feel like she had any type of surgery done. I want to see what y'all think.
1: Let's move so on. So I can
0: show London. Because I really want to show London.
1: Let's move on. Let me get my Oprah on because you can't do... See, this section, you more like a... you like Wendy Williams. You've been a little scandalous. You ain't been Oprah I ain't today. been no scandal. Trust me, I ain't no Wendy Williams. You could <laughs> be a little <laughs> Wendy. <You> know... <laughs> I know Wendy. today. <laughs> hmm. So let me ask you. What was for you the most pivotal point of the performance, like what was the part you're like, Oh my God.
0: I honestly I love the band now because I was in band and
1: Didn't you play the piccolo?
0: I played the clarinet, <laughs> get it straight. And I mean come on, anybody being black and you in a band, you always have those dream moments of you wanting your band to like do performances like that. Like come on, everybody want that, you know, little hood in they band. Mm. And I was at, I, I was in band in junior high and in high school, and I went to Cedar Bayou and I went to Sterling High School. And trust me, if you know Cedar Bayou and if you know Sterling, we wasn't doing anything of that nature. Mm. So I love seeing that the band because it was something that I always wanted to do growing up and how I thought band like being in a band was going to be for me. Right. So And also dancing because 11th and tenth uh, 12th grade year, I was in STARS, a drill team in my high school and our high school. Our high school, I'm sorry. We went there,
1: baby. It's not just about you okay, today. Okay,
0: anyway, so being in dance, too, it took me back to those moments where I missed. Those moments that I took for granted, should I say, because I skipped one or two practices here and there, but it, it took me back to that place of, you know, being in band, being on a drill team, having to execute practice, making sure we were on time, making sure we had every moment and every, like, key point, like, together. So it took me back to those moments that I missed dearly oh my god I wish I can go back and like not even to high school I wish anything I wish I can go back to dancing and being like on a drill team and being like with a group of people going to practice and stuff like that I miss those moments
1: wow that was brilliant I mean I'm I'm stumped for words right now I don't know what to say
0: so what were you in
1: (laughs) (laughs) um actually I was in student council I was in honor society I did several things I was also starting a business because you know when I graduated from high school I had my first business so, things were a little bit different. I was a little more, you know, well-versed. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were playing with your mouth, and I was playing. You were running your mouth, and I was running to the bank. <laughs> I
0: mean, you can take it how you want to take um, it, baby. Because I was in multiple things, too. That was just I was two as things well. That
1: I, I was as well. Thank
0: you. And we're not going to be petty on we're this not, podcast. We're not. we understand that you're a well-diverse individual. Thank you, and you as well. Thank you so much for recognizing my work. No problem. Finally.
1: No, mine as well. <laughs>
0: mm. So, what was your favorite part of the I mean, I know everything for was... Me,
1: everything was definitely, for me, everything. Um, it was just a pivotal moment, and again, mm-hmm. I say the places that it took me. It took yeah. me to the historically black university. It yeah. took me to that little kid, someone watching and saying why I was all-black band. It took mm-hmm. me to a place of seeing somebody's hard work pay off, mm-hmm. and just being a, a high member for so long.
0: I for so, so long. We joke
1: about it. Yeah, for so, so, so long. I think... For me, a lot of people obsess over, like, the music. But for me, it's just the work ethic within the person. Yeah. And I always tell people, too, you know, you have to have a strong work ethic to get to wherever you're going. So, I think she demonstrates that so beautifully. And, you know, just seeing her... I feel like I... And that's the thing about celebrities, too. Watching them grow, you feel like you growing apart, because you have to think about it. The I can tell you the first time I ever heard Destiny's Child song. I can tell you the first time, my aunt had the CD, but the first time I remember like listening distinctively to her voice, <laughs> I had a McDonald's chicken nugget in my hand. True story was on Garth Road, that McDonald's used to be by the Castle In Center, and I heard Ooh. bills, bills, bills. And that was the first time I had ever heard Destiny's Child, I remember that at moment. I can tell you the same time, but the first time I ever heard an Usher song. That's because crazy. I swear, I was in a bunk bed, my aunt we had bunk beds together.
0: You see what this performance is taking it back to? It,
1: it takes me back, and I think that's what that's what music lacks. Mm-hmm. And so we can even talk about, in a sense, music and how, for me, music back then had a meaning, had a message. It's not many artists today, besides the turn up in a party, that are carrying a message of the struggle for today. Yeah, true. We hear music all the time, but it's, not, it's very few artists that, A, are on her platform, B, are African American, and C, dare to use their platform to inform Mm-hmm.
0: And educate.
1: And educate us on what we're missing. So yeah. when you get an artist like that, same thing, like I said, with Prince or Michael Jackson, you know, because people, the comparison thing, everybody's like, should we compare her or should we not? All all legends in their own right, and I was asked the other day, uh, Wendy Williams said, Beyonce is the greatest performer alive, do you, or alive or dead, do you agree with that? So my thing to that, because I was asked that, is I'm a high member, and I would love to say absolutely yes, but I'm not going to say Yeah, I think her level or caliber is very different. So, yes, in the the fact of caliber. Now, for me to say, of all time, I can't say all times just because I never want to discredit anybody else that came before her. Because if it was not for Michael Jackson, if it wasn't for Prince, if it wasn't for all this other, even Tina Turner and Diana Ross, if it wasn't for them, it would be no Beyonce. True. So, I cannot, I want to say yes just because of the caliber of her work ethic and and everything like that. And my love for the Beehive. But I'll never say one artist. She's the best of our generation. I can say that hands down. But every generation has that star that rises to stardom. But at the top of their game, it's never been nobody to take ownership of their blackness, embrace it. Because if you look at the other artists, everybody loved them the same way with Beyonce. (laughs) But... They were other people's artists. They weren't representing us. You didn't see the south. You didn't see hot sauce in my bag, swag. You didn't hear them references that was just like Yeah. My Jackson Five. That you can relate to. That you can relate to Yeah, something
0: that you can relate to. But you know, what are y'all who are y'all favorite artists of y'all's time? Like I know that there's a lot of diehard Britney Spears fans still to this day. And there's still like Usher fans and like so on and so on but i mean i just like really want to know like, do y'all feel the same way like he feels about beyonce do y'all feel the same way about the people that y'all really love to see perform and like
1: and do you support your artists yeah because a lot of times we say we like these artists but are we supporting? because i know for me personally i'm gonna go to the beyonce concert because mm-hmm. like people say i'm gonna, and this is where i let me caveat this I don't believe you have to see somebody live in order to support them because there's tons of ways to support them, but are you just getting something for free or are you investing in your artist? Because people don't realize music nowadays, back in the day, you could be Michael Jackson, you could be Prince, you could sell. That's why I feel like there'll never be an album that will sell or outsell that Thriller album because it was at a time where MTV was coming along and music was being innovated and it was a new medium. People supported the artist because they had no choice. Now everything is so accessible that they say, I uh, love Rihanna. Okay, did you buy a CD? No, but I know the song's on the radio. You're not supporting your
0: artist. Yeah, do. true. Support your artist. Support your
1: artist. Buy that CD. Yeah,
0: it's buy that it's, CD. Go, put it
1: in the memory box. Put it in the memory box. And, oh my gosh, I do have a memory box. And I have my Beyonce, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a big fan, but it's exciting. But, you know, talking about music and everything, definitely, for me, back to the initial question, because I know we kind of went in a circle about it, but it all kind of goes back with the beachella theme. Seeing... Knowing that if I ever had a daughter or if I have cousins, they see some some bit of their self mm-hmm. in a Beyoncé performance. And yeah. I think that's the most memorable thing. And I think we're living in a time where it's so important for us to have those J. Coles and those Drake's and those people that are... Having a good time at our celebrating mice, but also Nina Simone once said, How can you be an artist and not be reflective of the times? Yeah, true. So we need those true tellers that are not going to be scared to go against the grain and, you know, kind of support everything. But I know the next section of our podcast is going to be dedicated to work ethic. We're going to kind of talk about why we value work ethic and what work ethic is to us. So this is our last segment for today's podcast, and we're going to be talking about something that I think is uberly important. Uh, Beyonce showcases this all the time. We both showcase this all the time. And it's something that people sometimes don't realize that you have to showcase. And mm-hmm. it's the value of work ethic. The work ethic. So when you hear the word work ethic, what do you think about Beside me.
0: Okay, so we just... Before we even press play on this thing, we said that we wasn't going to be petty.
1: Why? That's, That's petty. not petty. You don't think I have a strong work ethic? No.
0: I'm lying. Yes, he does. I really feel like work ethic, there's so many different... Um, factors that come into that, like punctuality, um, always wanting to learn new things. So people quick to say, oh, that's not in my job title. <laughs>
1: <laughs> baby, when that clock says
0: five and I'm on for so 5 yeah.
1: yeah And people
0: always quick to say that, like, oh, baby, no, I got to go. It's time to clock out. But sometimes you got to do a little bit more to get where you need to be. Mm. And that comes with work ethic. Punctuality. Persistence,
1: uh, baby. You got to be persistent for yes. what you want.
0: Always willing to help others. Mm. Okay? Being he was
1: articulate yes, on that. Yes,
0: yes. Always willing to help others. Sometimes you got to stay a little extra five minutes. What's five minutes going to do to you? Hmm. Come on. I'm trying it's, to traffic, but it's It's traffic, but baby, it's going to be traffic five minutes from now. Hmm. Come so on. you might as well just wait it out. Come on. Come on. Uh, I mean, okay. I'm not saying you got to stay five minutes extra every time. But if they ask for help, come on, what's, what's gonna, what is what's going to hurt? Because mm. guess what? You never know when you going to need somebody mm. that comes with worth ethic.
1: And somebody going to need you.
0: How you doing? See, I
1: value a strong worth ethic because our generation lacks it. Mm. You see, because we feel like we are the talented bunch. We're not going to allow ourselves to put in the extra work. See, it could be somebody that can sing better than you, somebody that can dance better than you, somebody that can write better than you, somebody that looks better than you. Mm-hmm. But you know what's going to stop or be the difference between you and them? The mm-hmm. amount of work. Yes. Your work ethic. What you put putting in. What you put into something is what you get out. True. And sometimes you do have to put in a little extra mm-hmm. to get a little extra at the end. True. You see, sometimes you got to pay it forward with Ooh. your work ethic. You like that? You got to pay yes. it forward with your work ethic. And we tend not to wanna to pay it for because we feel like, well I'm good. I'm good. I'm doing my job. Mm, or that
0: ain't in my job description. And that ain't
1: my in my job description. But neither I can't is that do one job. In one job only. Hmm. But see that blessing you getting up the road's gonna require you to put in a little bit extra on that work ethic today. exactly. You're gonna have to invest in yourself and in your craft.
0: And sometimes you're going to have to invest in multiple jobs. Mm. So, work ethic, it's so many factors, like I said. And people, I I feel like our generation, just like he said, we lack work ethic. We we are lazy. Mm -hmm. We are lazy. Mm -hmm. Because I remember back then, people was hustling, bustling, two or three jobs. (laughs) Bustling and
1: bustling, yes. Mm. Yes, God.
0: Two or three job. They uh, got five kids. Uh, I don't know how they was doing it. They would not watching
1: TV. Mm, or oh, they, they was, was doing it, but they would not watching TV.
0: Exactly. So I really feel like nowadays people lack work ethic so much, and they don't really see the importance of it.
1: Yeah. And that's why I say, too, if you're a parent, especially a young parent, teach your kid the value of work ethic. I know, let me tell you, and I you don't know this about me, do you know, at the age that I started working, I started working at, I think I was eight or nine, and I sold papers for the Houston Chronicle, and that was the first job I ever had. Oh. Yeah, outside of like food time and groceries and stuff, I would go out, my mom had me like a little stand, and I would sell papers on Sundays, and that was the first thing I ever did like for a job. Oh. Yeah, so I made, that would be my money, like my, I got an allowance, of course, but I also had my money, like if I wanted to go to a field trip, or if I wanted to just save, they taught me the importance of having a strong worth. Yeah,
0: and that's something that you gotta instill in your child at a young age, because it's so important. So, when you see these kids growing up, they twenty, twenty two, twenty five, and they don't got a job. You can get a job anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can find a job minimum wage. Guess what? It's gonna get you somewhere. It's gonna get you a little bit more than what you had. Y'all lazy. Uh-huh. Get up, work. Put it in. How you do? Put it in what?
1: <laughs> Put it to work.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't get, get nasty.
1: nasty. I wouldn't getting a little nasty. I'm just saying. <laughs> Put the worth at the game, Because even if I related back to the Beachella and Beyonce, they were like, they had singing camps when they was like six and eight years old. So it's not just something that instantaneously happens.
0: Yeah. You're not going to get it off the bat. You, you want something. It's not going to come to you automatically. You got to put in that work You got to
1: work for it. And I value stuff so much more because, and we both were talking about like this. We was being petty with each other the other day about like, when you purchase the first car. My first car that I ever had my parents purchased. But then every car that I had since then, I purchased off the lot by myself. Yes. Now, I'm not saying to be petty, but I'm saying that when you... They showed me what you need to do. Like, I had a goal of what I wanted. And then because I had a strong and intense work ethic, I was able to build myself up. Same thing with you. When you want something, like you don't take a trip or something, you have it in your mind. Like, I have to work in order to get this. Yes,
0: yeah, true. And, like, let's go back to the performance. Because a lot of people were saying, like... Why she didn't pick up her boot? She needs to practice a little bit more. Y'all really think Beyonce just went out there and didn't practice at all?
1: And didn't miss a beat with the boot.
0: Yes, let me tell y'all something about dancing. When you in dance, they teach you, if you mess up, you better keep going like you ain't never messed up before. Uh, wait, so tell them that, again,
1: because that was something. You yep.
0: better keep going like you ain't never messed up. Uh, okay, you got to ignore your mistakes. Uh, Push it through. Ooh, okay? <laughs> and God, guess what? Yeah, after your performance, is uh, done, baby. Uh, Look back, see where your mistake, and go from there, and And, where you could fix it.
1: And guess what? Every performance, she says that she goes back and watches it. So, guess what? The boot commentary and the little dress thing, her boob was always about to pop out. She ain't never missed a beat. When she fell down on them stairs, what she did, she got back up.
0: Hmm, how you doing? And that's
1: a testament. That is a testament to her work ethic. Yes. Because it would have threw me off. But the fact that the boot was down, and it was still cues and there was still stuff going on, she thought about the bigger picture. And that's a testament to the amount of work that she put in to get where she at. Same thing within life, baby. If you want something, my loves. Let me Mm. me, me turn to Monique. Green is my love. I'm going to say it again. Huh? If you want something, go get it. Yeah, true. Don't stop for your goal. Don't ever settle. Put that worth at the end. So at the end of the day, when you're sitting back on vacation, you're sitting back with your man, woman, cat, dog how you doing, somebody, you had that opportunity to say that I worked for this and I deserve this. Yes, yeah, Because when you deserve something you didn't put in a well amounted extra five minutes and that five minutes started adding up
0: it's going to get you somewhere. It's going to
1: get you somewhere you can make that finish line. How you doing? And that's where you want to be. That's
0: where you want to be. And exactly. that's what matters.
1: Mm-hmm. And see, over time we have to teach ourselves that we have to immerse ourselves in our work and we have to know our worth. Mm-hmm. But we also have to immerse ourselves within our work. Mm-hmm. Not work. Not work and worth is two different things but if you see they amount to each other so never forget the value of having a strong worth ethic and instill that in your kids too because and not
0: even just the parents too because i remember back in the day not only did your parents teach you something but your aunties your uncles it's
1: like a village
0: a a village to raise some children and it does it does all right y'all well we're gonna go ahead and close out today's episode don't forget to tune in every monday
1: Um, because guess what it may not be five o'clock where you
0: are but it's five o'clock somewhere